Hey guys, producer Doug here. Real quick, our design monkeys are finally done with the uh, new website. So check it out, and um, I know it looks the same, but there are some differences. One of which being at the very bottom of our homepage, there's a donate button. If you could click on that, that'd be rad. It doesn't have to be much, but it helps us keep the show free, and it helps us keep the network going. Thanks so much. Enjoy the show. Shooting the Gap with Ryan and Gonzo. I, I hit the table. I was saying, oh, got that out of the way. Okay, thank you. Uh-huh. He's getting it out of the way. But it's a go anywhere. We do things. Are we on? Yeah. One, two, three, four, five time, five time, five, five time. Five. Did you hear the music leading into the show, ladies and gentlemen? It's five time. Five time. Five time champions. Five time. What am I talking about? Well, what you're talking about is actually the first thing you hear in this episode, which would be (laughs) me doing the donate tag. So thank you. Oh, he only does it once though. Five times. Five times. One, two, three, four, five times. Don't donate five times. You can donate once. No, they can donate as many times as they like, right? Donations accepted. You don't have to donate five times, but doing things five times is the best way to do a lot of things. Five time. So you're like only halfway through your kid. Unless it's six times. Five time. Five times. Five time. Five time. Did everybody watch what happened? I know this is airing a little bit later, but we are we are doing our a final well, weekly sports wrapped up. Show, okay? It's a weekly sports so, show. Here we go. Know, we didn't have a chance to say anything. <laughs> it happens on a Monday. We come on afterwards. <laughs> Happen here on you go. We already <laughs> predicted it. It's not like it mattered. There yeah. All three people who called the game here, we all called it. We, we called it correctly. Um, Rue called it the most correct. I, I absolutely have to agree Nailed with the, the fact five that Drew points. nailed it. Yep, so this is going to be a five-point game, and it ended up being that. Um what do, what do you what do you go to in to, to start that game off conversation wise? I, I would outside of the five time, Doug, five times, five time, five time, five time national titles, five time national championship team, Duke Blue Devils. Um, I, I I would have to initially start with just the play of Tyus Jones down the stretch. I, I just just and during the game, just how he you know distributes and, and does does his deeds during that national title game. What a stud. <laughs> what a badass. What a young guy who can do so much with the ball. Because you need people like that on a Mike Krzyzewski team. You need people who don't keep the ball. You need distributors. You need guys who are going to shoot and guys who are going to distribute. Play defense. You gotta do all. You gotta. You gotta be you gotta a play to both be a, sides. To be a point guard for Mike Krzyzewski, you gotta. You have to excel at phases. At all of them, you have to be that guy, and and he just showed how good he is that day. Like that, that was that was him showing it off, just like Grayson Allen did. We'll talk about him in a second, but but Tyus just bringing it together when it needed to be done. Coming off, even at the beginning of the game, he came off that that pick and roll at the top and hit a little mid range jump shot at the at the beginning of it, like right right the first couple minutes, hit a big mid range jump shot. It was. He was there the whole whole damn game. The kid is a stud, dude. Like he might have, he might have been the best player that day, um, right there. It was it was that it was it was impressive. I was so happy with the way he played. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously, the refereeing had nothing to do with it. We want to get that out of the way real quick. Oh, we because talk about it, I think we 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 have to talk about that because, 
and and you know we'll get we'll we'll get to uh, comments, everything else. comments after the game about it in a minute. But I I didn't feel like the officiating was very tremendous, but. I don't feel like it went both ways. It it, it didn't didn't look to me like it it did anything but. I I don't think it was tremendous in the first half, and then it's not so great for Wisconsin in the second half. It just is what it is. But it's not even just that game. It's a microcosm of the whole fucking tournament, the whole goddamn collegiate sports officiating in the way that it is. The 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 tournament wasn't coached or, or officiated well. It wasn't fucking. Kentucky fans were complaining about the same shit Wisconsin fans were complaining about at that point. That's just, you know, that's that's for fans and, and outside looking in watching the game. Just watching the game, there's way too much that happened within that game to say that one play even even the two plays that they that they keep talking about really controlled the game and who won it. I mean, Wisconsin had plenty of chances to take Duke out and they just didn't do it. <laughs> Duke played defense and Wisconsin missed shots. You know who missed shots in the first half? Okafor. You know he didn't miss in the second half. He didn't get that many off, but when he got the chance, he made the shots. It, it just was Duke beating Wisconsin. There was there was bad officiating throughout the whole fucking tournament. So thank you for getting that out of the way. Can we talk about <laughs> something that doesn't get you all fired up? Well, this is I'm fired up about this period. Grayson Allen, dude, was like my favorite recruit that we brought in. I was like, he's the wild card. Yeah, he's going to be great. Didn't see a lot of time this year. Was way too crazy. Shit. He would, he did like two games. He had you know twenty points and whatnot. You know just two isolated games. Out there doing his thing, feeling college because he was like, oh my god, I got the ball. I gotta go. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was just like, calm down a little bit there, Grayson. We're gonna chill. His every time he got down. the ball, it was like, oh my god, I gotta get the ball. I gotta, I gotta pass it or I gotta shoot it. I'm gonna do it. I gotta do it right now. Exactly. Crazy. Instead of just doing what he can do, and like he he showed it within the whole tournament, and then what he did, that run of eight points saved the Duke Blue Devils, saved our season, saved the national title chances. He doesn't do that, we don't win that national title. <laughs> and that first when when he got the ball in that little kick around and he shot the three, like he can make that, boom, and then it was on. It, it just felt like it was on once he hit that three. The highlights and everything I've seen on, on national media keep showing the layups, and those were badass. When that ball kicked to him and he just got the three, not sit right on the three-point line. He's, a, he's about a foot and a half off of it, just caught it, popped it, on. That just signified the, the beginning of that run that saved the Duke Blue Devils, my friend. Five time. Five time. Five time? Doug? Five times. Five times. Five times. Five time. Um, I wanna I wanna talk about Frank Kaminsky. He is a hell of a basketball player. He's a Dirk Nowitzki type, a little bit bigger, a little bit slower, but size makes up for the lack of that part of it. He hustles, he plays hard, he hits threes. That kid is going to be a player. <laughs> he already is. He is bona fide player. Um, the other kid, Decker, is Obviously, a player too. They're both going to be in the NBA doing things. Great team. Great run. They beat Kentucky. Kind of, kind of soured me how Mr. Bo Ryan came out afterwards and decided to just be, be, be kind of a dick. Uh, we don't rent a players. We don't do that one and done. And 
we talked know, about that talk immediately about after after he brought those comments up, and I still feel like uh, later in the week, uh, Mike Shevsky said, you know, he didn't really like the phrase that he used, the rent a player. He didn't prefer that. He thought that was kind of. It's degrading. He thought that's a little cheap. Yeah. But he just said that he thinks it was bad words, not bad intentions. He just, that's how Bo Ryan wants to recruit. You and I talked about it, that we feel like that's kind of a bad thing to say because it's good, It's it's going to be used as a recruitment tool against him. People bad. recruiting against him are going to go, he doesn't want you. He doesn't want to play for you. That's right. that he, he doesn't want you to play for him. He's, he, he doesn't want you. He thinks one and done guys are no good. Well, he's not getting them. <laughs> he wasn't going to start getting them anytime soon. So, I, but but I'm with you. I, I don't know about the recruiting aspect, and frankly, I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't plan to hear about Wisconsin basketball too much any anytime recent. They they had a great player. They had two great players uh, around with a good coach. Bo Ryan's a good basketball coach. There's no mm-hmm. doubt about that. He's excelled where he's been. I don't know his whole entire career. I just know what has been spoken about in the last month or so. He's legit. So that's a good program. Liberty blah. Done and done. Duke just comes back to trying to win it again. Wisconsin, I don't know where their recruitment's at. I don't know what they're doing. I don't, I don't ever see them on the list that I look at. And I, I do follow uh, Duke and the Florida Gators collegiate basketball programs. And, you know, they're, they're never really there on the list of recruitment, you know, like, you know, nabbing that hot kid out of New York that wants to go play in Wisconsin. You know, Doug, those kids from L.A. Yeah. who are like, I can't wait to go to Wisconsin. Yeah. You know, Madison. Tons of people like that. It's, it's named after a girl in Wisconsin. What is? Madison, Wisconsin. Oh. <laughs> Sports, Doug. Sports, 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 sports. Doug is sitting in the back seat because he sucks at sports. I do. Can I get a hand phrase? Like, when we're not doing anything wrong, we don't get any time like phrase. But if, if we're doing something wrong, it's like psh, all kinds of hands flying all over the place. There's oh, hands in yeah. your face. <laughs> How much time's left with your hands, please? Oh. Wait, no. I haven't done it in a while. That's it. He hasn't done it in a while, he says. That's why he didn't get a hand signal. It's only been ten minutes. You've been so good. Been so good. Been so good. Well, yeah, yeah you know it. And then, 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 then we've 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 congratulated Wisconsin. You may go now, Big Ten. <laughs> we dismissed you twice again. Again, <laughs> we beat both of the Big Ten's teams twice this season. Um, didn't get a chance to play Kentucky. Who knows how that would have gone? I think that Duke would have played Kentucky just fine. I think it would have been a good game. After just the fact that I mean the way that Wisconsin played him is what was what Duke would have done. Justice Winslow would have been every bit as effective. Um, Emil Jefferson would have been every bit as effective. We didn't talk about him and his defense um, in the post against Kaminsky later Coming in the game. Coming up big like, late when when they put those two guys on the bench and Grayson Allen's off when 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 Okafor and Justice are on the bench and Grayson Allen's out there making his offensive plays. It's on the other end. Je- fucking Jefferson is is. Shutting Comiskey down, dude. Just in his in his shit. Six nine, six ten ish player against a seven foot one Buster, and he did like great player. And he's just in his shit the whole time. Like just great, great 
team effort. For the love of God, could somebody ask him a question? <laughs> yeah, he was just sitting there. Like, sitting up there. And then Krzyzewski has to throw him a bone. I don't know if any of y'all know this, but Jefferson was out there too. He, he was out you there could like, talk to him. At the most important time of the season. He's right here. You could ask him a question. He's the guy two people down from me. You haven't asked him a question. I'll put him D on anyone in the country because he was able to, to just get into Kaminsky and frustrate him and, and make him pretty much ineffective down the stretch. Like They didn't make the plays. Decker didn't make the plays. Jefferson was key in that fucking game. Um, Duke ranks up there now. Um, already did, but now it's kind of solidified the fifth title. We're up there with whatever anybody else has got, dude. And anybody else. UCLA has got their deal. Understandable. Different Kentucky, time. UCLA. Different era. We're right there with all of them. North Carolina. Kansas. There. there. We're, 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 we're looking down on some of y'all now. It's kind of official now. We're looking down on some of y'all now. We won two in five years. Five in... What is it? It's just about 24 years. Five and 24 years. Um, that's that's huge. That's 25% of the time. 20% of the time. We win the national title. So that's that's huge. Basically, <laughs> every five years, Duke is winning a title. There it is. I'm stoked with it. You, you, you measure your program. You measure your... If you're a fan of college basketball, if you have a team, you can't measure it in championships. You have to measure it the greatness in your program in Final Four is Duke's shown that. And then if you have that many and, you know, wins like that, you take it. Just you, getting to the Final Four is so difficult in a single elimination tournament. It's the hardest fucking thing. It is so hard. In sports. It is great. To win a regional against, I mean, Who you're going to be playing like... All the teams that came team, into the Final Four. Two teams yeah. are going to be hot. They're... Mm-hmm. they're not normally that great of a team, but they're on fire. Two of the teams in your region are gonna be hot. All the teams that came into the final four. There's gonna be two others plus teams. yourself that are just good teams <laughs> that are there because and they beat. And they're good usually teams all there, there at the elite eight. That's usually the teams you see. And they're beating good teams. They're not just beating their schedule. They're beating good teams. The tournament is good fucking basketball teams. This is a difficult tournament. This is more difficult than it was. When Mysterzewski first started winning titles, we'll get into that later on about where his place is and and that. But th- this is he. This is the the hardest thing. It's harder now. It's so much harder now. It's so hard. It's like a teenage cock hard, like <laughs> gust of wind, shaboing, fucking hard shit, dude. It's thoroughly impressed. Love love the program that I've never had to be a bandwagon fan for. Um, never had to be just. My my memories is too good. <laughs> That's fucking great, and I've, I've, as you have as well, been able to remember all of their, their titles, and see all of them, and be a fan of, of just the best program in the country, dude. Period. I mean, it's collegiate basketball. I'll take it against any of y'all. Bring your Kentucky stuff. Let's talk. Carolina shit. Huh? Carolina. Your Kansas garbage. Kansas is like so second tier to us now, dude. <laughs> second tier, Doug. So second tier. Second like tier. First tier. Two tiers. And then the, the second time. tier. Two there's, tiers. There's tiers of, of greatness. You know, just like, you know, quarterbacks and, and point guards and everything. There's just like where you're at. And there's like, here's where Duke's at. Kansas is, is here now. And you know who knows it more? 
Kansas? Kansas fans. <laughs> yeah. They know where they're at now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ever since that 91 game, uh, it's been just like that, Doug. Yep. They're rubbing your bald ass head for fucking luck and shit, dude. Second tier. Second tier. More than one, less than three. Five. Well, what, where would you put the the programs now? Like, times, five. I mean, times. honestly, just 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 Some looking tears. And, and from what you've seen, just when we've been alive, what's the best program in, in collegiate basketball? Since we've been alive, yeah, it's easily Duke. I'm close, dude. Let's go ahead and put Kentucky number two. It's not. And go I mean, from it's there. like it's That's it's fine. really you look at like the other teams we're even talking about. They share like six year periods of being great. Like, mm-hmm. Two of them kind of suck for six years, and the other two are kind of awesome for like six years. Kansas has like gaps, and it's like gaps between that of not being that great. They they had like almost a tw- they had a twenty year gap of of UNC like two has missed so, the tournament entirely several mm-hmm. times more than Duke has, and Duke has missed the tournament, but it was one time. Um, one time, okay, and it was a bad year. It was a, it was a weird year, and it was so weird Kentucky's and bad. It was so weird and bad where 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 Coach K didn't even let him go into the NIT. He's like, I'm playing it. He's on your fucking locker. Stands for not go in the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Season's over. Um, they are. There's. I mean, the argument. It really doesn't add up to, to anybody, in my opinion. I, I, it, it's it's Duke, bar none. And, and go ahead and say, like, the last ten years now. What, so they've won two of the national titles? Who else has won two? Kentucky? Okay. Let's talk about that, then. Nobody wants to. Oh, no. I don't. Because I really <laughs> honestly don't care. I mean, the two, the three teams that you can all but guarantee will be reloading... If they have a down year, you can guarantee next year they're not going to have a down year. A, d- a down year, Kentucky and North Carolina. That's those those down years are like well, they were twenty four and ten this year. <laughs> you know, that's a down year. They're going to be an eight seed in the tournament. That's down years for these programs, and that's exactly what what you're what you're stating. That's that's what Duke is at, and Duke is just is better now. Duke is one two two national titles. In five years, one of them with a complete, with a straight up guard, senior driven team, guards and seniors. Uh, Singler was like a small forward, but honestly, he plays guard. He's a guard. He's <laughs> playing guard now. Yeah, he's least. absolutely so. playing guard. And, <laughs> and one of the, I think both the Plumleys were on that team. Um, they were. Um, you know, Nolan, Nolan Richards. Uh, Chris, what's, uh, Chris Nolan. Chris, shut up. <laughs> uh, Nolan Smith. Nolan Smith was on that team. Shire was on that team. Paulus was on that team. It was like, you know, small ball that won that tournament and something we've already spoke about that just kind of fell into place that Duke wins that tournament. And they do. That's how the tournament works. Teams like that win because of crazy shit happening in the tournament. And then flash forward to five years later, and Shushevsky has three one-and-dones. Possibly. Two confirmed already, possibly another. Even if he doesn't go, he could be a one-and-done player. Period. Three one-and-dones. Brand new team, run by these kids, comes in, wins a national title with them. Keeps them together, does it right, fights through the adversity. This, this 
the, the best program in collegiate basketball by far. Uh, maybe in, in college sports, let's go ahead and talk, Urban Meyer, what the fuck you got. And outside of that, like girls soccer in North Carolina, um, like them bitches ball down there, I guess. I mean, they win all the goddamn time. Uh, UConn? Uh, UConn's women's basketball. Women's basketball just kind of stops right at the point where you say women's basketball. Then I stop pissed paying attention. <laughs> women's basketball, you go, uh, no, no, he's 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 won, he's won UConn. 10 national titles in the last 20 years or something like that. Like all he like it's just like I get everybody. Uh, yeah. Competition is it, not there. The same teams are in the final four. The same teams are, are competing to get into the final four every year. It's the same shit. There's nothing new coming out. Duke's ladies team is usually pretty good too. Yeah, they're so. always fighting to get into the final four. Yeah, they're always ranked in the top ten. So, but they don't win. Yeah. But that's the, so it stops there. Like the the, the conversation continues another time. So we got to change officially. Change the name of the uh, the top fives to five the times. Uh, five times. Five time? Five time. Five time. Five, five time, time what? As we do high fives. Five time what? Five, uh, time, five what? time. Five are, times. Are we starting with the... Five uh, time national titles? Oh, sure. Expected that girl. Woman. And she scared the shit out of me. She like reminded me of my Aunt Pat when she got pissed <laughs> off. Like, it's like that scowl. Like, my Aunt Becky. It's like, I'm gonna whoop your ass, dude. Like, she was a good coach. Won a lot of titles. Hated the dude from UConn, as I do as well. Fuck him. Number four, um, Innovator provided the NFL with coaches for uh, years, Super Bowl winning coaches. Uh, Bill Walsh. West Coast offense, Jerry Rice, Joe Montana. Super Bowl titles. Just, uh, yeah, just uh, one of the best coaches of all. I mean, what else do we say about Bill Walsh? He was just Bill Walsh. Speaks for itself, in my opinion. Uh, number three, Red Auerbach. Coached the, the Celtics back in the day when they were at their prime. Uh, did a lot of things that were not seen as, like, as well done by the majority of people at the time as far as you know race relations and what he, how he had black coaches and black players and positions of captain and different stuff that he just didn't give a shit about. Just play basketball, whoever's the best gonna play, and built a dynasty, like the true definition of a dynasty in my opinion. Just like this next guy, Coach John Wooden, number two, dynasty in a different era. Pretty hip, dude. Check this out, Doug. Bill Walton. You've heard of Bill Walton? Does that name sound familiar to you? He started Walmart. Totally. He played <laughs> at UCLA. He was this, he was an all American, all you know. He was the best player in the country. This big seven foot redhead, ugly fucking ginger, and he wanted to smoke pot. It was in the seventies. He wanted to smoke pot. It made him feel better. Coach wouldn't let him smoke pot. <laughs> that came out later down the road. That this like you know conservative type guy did not worry too much about his star player smoking pot as long as it kept him happy type deal. You know, outside of that, he also won 10 national titles, 9 national titles, 10, ten. ten national titles, 8 in a row, I think at one point. Um, yeah, he was just the, the man back in the day. Lou Alcindor, who turned into Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. It was weird. They showed that on cable. He cable! Just, like, he was like, he was Lou Alcindor, then all of a sudden he was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. It was so quick. It was like scanners and shit. Number one, 
uh, Coach K because he's the best coach of all time. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Outside of college basketball, he also did the uh, the duty, and I did say duty of it's a bringing big duty. It was huge. It was Bono esque of bringing USA basketball back to gold medal fashion, bringing the best players into a competition to you know compete to get on the team. Not you're on the team. You're on the team. You're on the team. Nope. You can come play and want to find out who I want on my team. Um, worked well. They've won two gold medals since. He's going to win one more and then stop after this next um, this next Olympics. He's the man. He is the man. He graduates players. He sends them to the NBA. He sends them to law school. He sends them to the stock market. He sends them to business school. He sends them everywhere. He, he is a leader of men. And he molds young dudes, man. Checks them out. Makes them fucking become people. Everyone that knows Coach K loves and respects him. Talks to him daily. He probably has text messages all the time. It's probably at some point annoying. This shit probably blows up all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he probably says, like, he has, like, certain times of day where you're allowed to text or call. Him. Yeah, just... Just you. Me. The people in the era of 90 to 95... You guys can call me so between 130 yeah. and 158. That's it. That's all the time you guys get. It's built up in the in the family plan through Sprint. That's, <laughs> that's it's already worked out there. They've they've, they've decided who can contact the Coach him and K what. Yes, exactly. Um, he's he's just that guy. Coach K is is my favorite coach of all time. Number five. Good this, by the way. Thank you, sir. Number five has got to be Pop. Um, oh, good call. For a small, for a small, I mean, San Antonio is a small-ish market team. Um, no other sports teams I'm aware of. So, I mean, it's really hard. It would be really easy to say, well, it could be easily a big market team because it's the only team there, but that happens to places all the time. There's not... Always other sports. There's particularly basketball. Seems um, well when when and to add to your point, when Popovich showed up, it's not like it was the marquee franchise in the NBA. Not at all. Not at all. He's and in, you could easily say in basketball. Well, he's had great players. There's been teams who don't win titles with great players. He drafted that great player. <laughs> so there's been. I mean, he was handed that spot. It was. It was, it was great, but it was it was but at the same time, in basketball particularly, you gotta have good players anyway. But well, just you also gotta see the talent and keep the talent together. That's what happens. I mean, to, it's, to add to your point, just ask Jerry Sloan about great players and see how many titles he won. Okay, shut up. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, Ask, ask George Carl and every George team Carl. he ever coached <laughs> that was talented that didn't win shit. Great coach, by the way. If he'd won some <laughs> titles, coach. could be on this Might list. Might be on this list. Yes. Could well, easily be on this list with some titles underneath him. Yeah. If he had no three doubt. titles. I think he's fourth in the NBA history and wins. <laughs> I mean, great regular season coach. Good, good postseason coach. Pretty good he wins games in the postseason. Yeah, just like that Nuggets time didn't happen a couple times, but I mean, come on now. Am I gonna look at George Carl and blame him for yeah. for those? You look at the Knicks yeah. and you go, clearly Carmelo Anthony isn't the guy to lead anybody to anything. So he mm. did pretty bang up job. Bang so up. So Pop, yeah, good call. Even though he's a douchebag to people on TV, good call. Whatever, great. Uh, number four, Wooden. 
Got to be there. You got to give a guy who's has ten national championships. You got to put him on the list. He's got to be on the list. If you can't, that's even back then when it was super easy to do. You have to put a guy who's won that many titles on the list. It's very hard to do. Even though, by today's standards, it would be like, well, that seems easy. Just yeah, be one of the best programs, and you'll just keep getting all the kids. And he could be made it into that though, because he really. I mean, he's the reason why it was that way. It's not mm. like. And then, then the other part of still it, still got to recruit these kids. Got to recruit these kids, and 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 he did have Kareem and and Bill Walton for five of them. Guess what? Five other national titles happened. So, show me those marquee players that were, you know, Hall of Famers and go from there. They're not. He, he talks about other teams from that era. era. I mean, he's just... The only teams that they ever talk about are the ones with Lou Alcindor and, and Bill Walsh. That's it. It's the only teams you hear about. Number three, Bill Walsh. Thank you. Because nice, dude. Bill Walsh, I mean, you, to, be on my, to be high up on my list, you don't have to just be a winner. Because... You gotta be a winner to be great. Obviously. But you gotta like produce winners below you also to start getting on this list. Mm-hmm. And that's what Bill Walsh has done. He has like Every flooded phase. the NFL mm-hmm. with coaches and players who schemes. Have just schemes. Yeah, playbooks. Yeah. That have just gone on to revolutionize <laughs> the game of football. Thank you. And My that man. is why. And this, this, and this list, list, like I'll, I'll just say as well, like there's so many amazing coaches. We're we're, we're stating our favorites, like, and we're very general. We're general, 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 generational. Is that the word for, yeah, for this? Sure. A yeah. little bit because we'll we're 35. You know, this, is, this is what we. This is this is our this is our shit. So we we understand that part as well. So just um, and I realize the next two are super recent, but. I was trying to find a way to not put him on the list, but I mean, he's Bill Belichick has to be on the list. If you look at the teams, everybody talks about with. I mean, he goes on, and it's it's almost like the opposite of Bill Walsh. He goes on. People, coaches leave his coaching tree and don't do shit. So that proves to me that if the cons, the one constant is always Bill Belichick. Yeah, Tom Brady, but then look at all the t- people who are put around Tom Brady. Is anybody in? Is anybody on those Patriots squads really Hall of Famers? I mean, maybe like two for the last those, twelve those, they, years. Those defenses years. had good teams. Those defenses had good players. They were pretty good players, right? I I just think that you can't just. I mean, they're tied. They're always going to be tied together, but that it is what it is. Moving on. Number one, Coach K. Like that was. I mean, he's immortal. He literally, there can only be one. Like there can only be one Coach K. You know how long his contract is? Eternity. Lifetime. It is. It's a lifetime contract. It's a lifetime. Which, contract. if he's a highlander, is going to be a long time. He, he ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, he kind of looks like it for his age. I mean. He he's dies. just lost. A he dyes his hair. Clearly. When when you watch the old school doc, the documentary about the the ninety one ninety two team, uh, it's recorded on there. I'll check it out. It's really good. You can tell. <laughs> he's old. He's lost. <laughs> he's lost quite a bit of hair. He's well. He's also just gotten old. He's Still just gotten back. old. You can. The tell. scowl has gotten like 
The old man more, scowl. More menacing. Yeah. <laughs> the scowl older like, he gets. Yeah, scary old man scowl. Instead like of when he looks, scowl. he scrunches up your, his face. And his nose is so huge. He gets... He, he is fucking ruthless with those kids. In a positive coaching type way, but as far as showing his temper, no problem. He lets you know. You don't have to guess if Coach K's pissed at you. <laughs> no. you, you That's you one thing he Tuesday. got from Bobby Knight for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the thing he learned. He's like, one thing I learned about coaching from Bob Knight is immediately let everybody know that you're pissed off. <laughs> dude, just like forever with that look, dude. You, I've seen it. We've seen it on the sidelines. He's Bob Knight without the chair throwing. Without the choking of the children. Yes. <laughs> That's what he is. Yes, um, great, great motivator. As we, I mean, we, we obviously hold him in the highest of regard. Um, the man, Coach K. Cheers, bitch. Five time. Five time. Five time. Doug's five times. This is a fun one. This is one. Ryan, do you want to explain why we're doing this one? Because one of them is on my list. <laughs> I was thinking it would make the list. All right, good. It did. All right. In the honor of the shitastic movie Tusk. We say in honor. I don't even know if that necessarily is that. That's how we he say that. Hated that. You should have seen him when, like, the when he appeared in the walrus suit. Like, bullshit. <laughs> he just immediately gives up suspension like, of belief. What the fuck? <laughs> well, you're supposed to. So you're supposed to say what the what what the fuck when you see him in to a walrus suit. To be honest with you, to be honest with you, it was a horrible fucking suit. For that was the point. The guy's that not would have been better. It would have been better if he they, he'd only just started to maim him when it happened, because the rest of it makes the movie shit, Doug. Okay, shit. <laughs> Moving on. Start with your list. <laughs> Hashtag Walrus. Yes. Well, we're getting into this one. Uh, I've got uh, two. Uh, I'm going to call them dishonorable mentions. Um, Jersey Girl by oh, Kevin no. Smith. Ryan's going first. Oh, okay. We're going to stay oh, on this. Oh, well, then before, before, oh, yeah, before he starts, let me, I'm not going to finish the list. I'm going to say, um, based on how much Ryan did not like, and I will be charitable and say that, um, Tusk by Kevin Smith, one of, I would say, our favorite directors, across the board on this one, uh, in terms of the one table. One of mine, not, for sure. Yeah, one of yeah. mine for Dan. Um, bad movies by directors we like would be the theme of this uh, five time. There you go. Um... I have Five time limo driving, <laughs> campaign seven. <laughs> Not limo it only coaches. makes the list. It only makes the list because he's done so many good ones. That had to be part of the, that had to be prior. That had to be criteria priority. I mean, sure. he's done so many good ones. The Terminal by Spielberg. I thought that movie was fucking shit. The Terminal. Wow. No time hangs. Oh, I'm, you know. He I knows. Know. I, one person I'm not going to have to say anything on this list about it. Everybody knows. That's, I, Spielberg, really? That's, that's I the not, worst Spielberg movie. I feel like it was, yes. I couldn't get through it, dude. I really, I couldn't watch it. It was unwatchable. That's the worst one. I think so. Spielberg movie. That was unwatchable. Yes. Oh, okay. Completely unwatchable. He was terminally bored. Did you see Indiana Jones? <laughs> Not the third. I know you misspoke on that one. There you go. We, that movie doesn't exist according to Doug. Nope. It, it does. Need to. 
I just I've, I've watched. It. I'm not, I, I guess I guess when you look at it because of that, I understand what you're saying. I was like, I wasn't as much of an indie fan that like I was totally ruined by it, but I just thought the ending. Sucked. Oh, we'll get to it. You thought the ending sucked? Yeah, I thought the first two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we need to get into this. Debate. Well, let's move on because it will be brought up later. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and number four is Tusk. And the only reason it goes to number four, and it has nothing to do with the fact that it's the shittiest movie on this list, but it's because I don't think of Kevin Smith. But he watched that, but couldn't make it through the terminal, but it's still number four. And couldn't, and didn't put the crystal still. <laughs> oh, it's Kevin. Because he's not a really a horror guy in the first place, and a you told me that he wrote it to piss critics off. I told you that Drew had said that there was some kind of commentary on it. Where Conspiracy it's, maybe it's then about it? That it's it's, it's, that he it's did it satirical and done to kind of fuck with people. Okay. You know how it came about? Uh, it was a podcast. As it, a was podcast. Sm- it was a podcast with yeah, uh, they, Some kind of bullshit story they made up exactly like this. No, it was, well, it was, it appeared in, um, that ad was a, a filler ad that this guy just wrote because he had like space in there. Wanted. He wanted someone to come dress like a walrus. No, well, it was a fake ad. It was a fake ad. Well, well they, had, the they, had, ad they, had sp- they had a space on the ad, and they went, oh, just throw something in there. And that guy wrote this weird Walrus yeah, thing. The yeah, the ad said, yeah. And they pitched on the podcast, and I voted Walrus, yes. And then, then he, he wrote a script for it. <laughs> well, they, he did a vote on um, what, what his next movie should be, and if it should be Tusk, and uh, he had people either hashtag Walrus yes or hashtag Walrus no, and they took a vote. The same way Stephen King did a vote for what he was going to write next. Several yeah, years yeah, ago. yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's why he did the show. That's a movie. shitty fucking movie. But okay. because that's not really his genre, and there seems to be podcast circumstances surrounding such things, I let him off the hook a little bit. Um, number three, Noah. <laughs> fucking movie blew balls. <laughs> Any like that director? Is it really Scott? Uh, uh, no. no, Darren Aronofsky. Oh, Darren Aronofsky, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I always pronounce that wrong. Oh, I'm thinking uh, Gods and Kings. That's the one that has just recently come on yeah, yeah, yeah. on demand over yeah. there. Yeah. Yes, uh, I had that to say, um, Gonzo was like, really, that movie sucked. And I believe I said, yes, the movie sucks. Don't go watch it. He goes, well, fuck you, because he makes good that was movies. exactly how that argument went, basically. Was, oh, I'm still I remember you and I bitched said, about it. Fuck you, I'm still going to see well, it. Well, you guys were just like, just don't. Just don't. I hate that. I like, I'm still going to go fucking see it. Fuck <laughs> you guys. And then you go see it, you're like, God, this was really awful. What a terrible <laughs> movie this is. Fuck. <laughs> Why? I forgot about that one. <laughs> that was a really, really bad movie. Um, Number two, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Remake? <laughs> Remake. I know it was Tim Burton and he was trying to be Tim Burton-y, but... I mean, I could easily could have tied Alice in Wonderland right there with it. It's like they're the same fucking shitty movie together. I can see that. Like, let's just ruin things that people loved. That's why he gets number two. People love this, and I plan on the apes. Also shitty. Remember earlier when I was talking about looking at someone's career and at like some like year mark, you just go, "Wow, that was Tim Burton." <laughs> yes, it was. Me too. I, I was like, "Well, there's nothing." It was like after like 1997. It was just like, "Oh wow, you just <laughs> you suck." You do. You start to question like, 
do I really actually like him? Or yeah, do I like just say, I like his early stuff. It's like, like Metallica. Did he like, is there like a gamble? Yeah, yeah. Like, they're Metallica. Tim Burton's Metallica. Is it or is it like, when is I was 14? <laughs> is that why I still like Tim Burton? You start wondering if he's got like gambling debts. <laughs> like, why? Why? You, you can do whatever you want. And that's what and all of his do. awesome shit is his own ideas. Are her own. On are his own. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, he needs to stop remaking stuff. Number one, The Happening. Oh, I'm gonna add something here. Yeah. <laughs> so again, how do you spell Shalamala? M Night Shalamala is how I spelt it on my paper. Oh my God, does that mean? You know, you know the formula with all of his movies. Shit. Is each one uh, try is to be the half success. as bad as the one before it? Oh Jesus! That's why. That's it's, absolutely true. That's why, like the other movies, don't even have his name above that the heading anymore. <laughs> They're like, we don't tell him. Don't you say that this. he directed it first. After <laughs> the end of the movie, at the end of the movie, go what the fuck? And then he goes, M Night Shyamalan. Like, that's, like, that's fuck the, you. And been, that's the twist. Hasn't there been like three of them where you didn't even know it was him directing it until you watched the end? You're like, oh wow. Usually he's like all about putting his name above it, like he's Clint Eastwood or some shit. Yeah, I, I fucking Clint Eastwood is that Clint Eastwood? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. No, weirdly enough, Kevin Smith Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Gibson. I'm Mel Gibson, and this is. <laughs> we you know that Mel Kevin Gibson. Smith doesn't do that. Like you know, at the on opening credits when it says like a, a, a director movie, like a Tim Burton movie mm-hmm. or whatever, Kevin Smith doesn't do that because he goes, "We all made the movie. It's not just my movie." Totally. I'm not trying to defend Kevin Smith in light of everything. I'm just saying. But it, but like, like there's movies the, that he's put out that haven't been Kevin, that haven't been like pushed as Kevin Smith flicks. And then it'll be in really good movies. No, not hit and run. Uh, Zach and Mary, Mary make a porno. Oh, that was no, that was they. No, it wasn't. I remember the trailers for it. It said directed by Kevin Smith, like at the end of it, but it wasn't pushed as a Kevin Smith movie. The right. Same way that. Oh no, the marketing that's, was completely. That's what I mean. That's, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Because they didn't know how to market a movie porn in the title. Mm-hmm. After Earth and Devil. Like those movies by M. Night Shyamalan, but they weren't M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, After Devil. Earth. That's the sequel to Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, but it's really? that space. Yeah, nice. That Thank movie sucks. Because it was in the sun. Yeah, good call. Good, good, good list there. Yeah, definitely. Good list, man. All right, my turn. My turn. Uh, top five movies that sucked by directors that we love. Um, number five. This was strictly personal because I was excited to see this movie. And it sucked balls. <laughs> Uh, the Burn After Reading from the Coen Brothers. Mm. Um, terrible, terrible movie. <laughs> Nothing good happened in that movie. It was it was a good lineup of, of star-studded cast, to say the least. Uh, the funniest stuff were in the previews, and they weren't that, that funny in the previews. And you always the, hate that. You're like, that's the funniest stuff. It's a dry comedy with little comedy to it. It's just a dry movie. I, I fucking... Was pissed off at that movie. Um, fuck Burn After Reading. I have to go to my honorable mentions, uh, dishonorable mentions. I forgot to do those. Uh, and these are just directors who fucked off after a long time. Tim Burton, George Lucas, Steven Spielberg. That's why I questioned your Steven Spielberg because I was like, fuck, he's made so many fucking bad movies, and that's the one that you. That was my deal. Uh, Oliver Stone, Farrelly Brothers, John Carpenter, and then my Shyamalan. Thanks for the reminder on that piece of shit. <laughs> That is a good one. Uh, number four, uh, Godfather Three. Francis Ford Coppola. Um, not an extensive directorial 
repertoire of you know resume whatever is probably much better word. Not at that point. Um, not at all. But terrible movie, bad follow up, done for all the wrong reasons. Um, the the tragedy part of it still holds up. I understand and the Michael Corleone story, but it just it just had lost so much luster at that time. And there wasn't a big enough story to bring it. Bring it back, even though it was still nominated for Best Picture of the Year. Wrap your minds around that. Oh, well, it was gonna be. It was a Godfather. It, well, it doesn't have to be. Beethoven Three wasn't nominated for a fucking awesome. Yeah, but neither was oh, Beethoven. It didn't even work. Kidding. I know. It's a bad joke. Beethoven Second was actually nominated. Number three. Number three. Death Proof. Tarantino. Nothing but dumb cunts talking for about 45 minutes till they die, and then another group of dumb cunts talking till they don't die. And uh, that's, That that's, actually is the plot of that movie. That's the fucking movie. And Kurt Russell's a whiny little pussy. Like, what, what is that movie supposed to signify for, like, the generation? What is Quentin Tarantino trying to say with that movie? You'll buy anything point. I make. Mm-hmm. Well, no, he's not that simple. <laughs> he's never been that simple. That's, that's the outside. Come on now, you know that. What's what's his metaphorical angle here? What is what is he saying with that stupid piece of shit fucking movie, dude? All right, like, once again, I mean, it was just part of that grindhouse. They were kind of doing a throwback. Well, why did he go to that? That's his best idea? That's his best idea, that fucking movie? Oh, fuck that movie. The trailers were, the fake trailers were better than Death Proof. Way better. Death Proof was like, I remember watching it with with my boy Peasy. be like, so is this going to like get good or or are they just going to talk the whole fucking time? Which by the way, spoiler alert, (laughs) Kurt Russell, not Death Proof. No, not at all. He's a little pussy. It he was sucked. he was actually he was deathful. They get some he all stray and stump woman to like do some shit like the, oh she's all stray and stump woman. He's gonna hang on the car and Deadful? Deadful? Fucking Deadful? Stupid fucking movie, dude. I don't remember. Dead Deadest? No. Deadly? Yes. I don't remember. Yes. Okay, number two, shut up. <laughs> number two. Um I'll get there. This this is like ninety five percent one movie and five percent another movie. Uh, Prometheus, ninety five percent Robin Hood, five percent Ridley Scott version version of Robin Hood was shitty as fuck. It made no sense. Except for Alan Rickman. Uh, uh, oh, no, it's not his. The recent one, the Ridley Scott. Oh, 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 with Cameron. Um... Or uh, uh, Crow, Russell, Russell Crow. Crow. Cameron Crow, whatever. Cameron Crow, Russell yes. Crow, who's yeah, been yes. reenacting <laughs> Robin Hood. Maximus Ro- since he acted Maximus. And this time he gets to re- re-hook up with the dude who invented Maximus. Yeah. And just be Maximus. Yeah. But he's Robin Hood now. But he's Robin Hood. Same fucking stupid fucking movie. And I don't have to get into Prometheus. Um, like to For me to get into Prometheus would be to be going to his level. Way, way Sinking. bad. And at least you're, on, you're with me when it comes to Prometheus for mm-hmm. the most part. Um, I've I've gotten to talk to other folks who are not, and I just I can't. I don't like Prometheus. I can't see eye to eye. Yeah, but I, you know I don't respectfully think that you're as huge of an alien I mean, fan. I understand. Is it like yeah, you know where not. we roll, like like what we were expecting, what we were told, and then all of a sudden what it was, and just like don't tell us that, and then was, maybe then maybe the movie's better, and we're not expecting all kinds of shit that nothing really happens, nothing's explained. 
Nothing is so the at all. Come, There's just more questions. The aliens come from goo, and how did that shit get knocked up? Like, what the fuck? Where did the zombie come from? How come that dude's a zombie and wants to kill everybody all of a sudden? I don't... This makes no fucking sense, dude. No sense. No. Maybe these new there's it's, a, it's supposed to be a trilogy now. A trilogy. So maybe there will be some kind of explanation given there. I don't know. Did we anybody say see. this makes no fucking sense? Yeah, everyone. Oh, okay. No sense. Um shut up, bitch. Number 1 Bringing out the dead. Martin Scorsese. Completely disappointed in this movie when I went to. Go I, see I had a feeling we'd have a varied list that we'd hit on a lot of the same. Characters. When I went to go see this movie, I was like, and it's not, and that's another thing. Like with Spielberg, lots of bad movies. Scorsese's had a lot of misses, a lot of misses. So you're just like that. But this movie, this was back when I thought Nicolas Cage was a credible actor. I was 15. <laughs> uh, fucking bite your tongue, he still yeah. is. <laughs> still Doug's mm. man crush. Bing Rames is in the movie. It's about ambulance drivers. Great soundtrack expected, like Scorsese always does. All of that's there, but the movie just doesn't hold up. I can't remember who the female lead was. Um, the movie just doesn't. It sucked balls. I was so deflated. Like I was like, oh, I didn't leave because I was just so bored. I couldn't stand up. It was like the movie was over. Like, oh, we can leave. That movie made oh, my get day, my legs not work out of boredom. Yeah, can I? Can I it just deflated say, my testicles enough to where I couldn't stand these, up. These lists have officially like made the say, the new saying. You know, it's because you know I used to like Metallica, right? Like, where you say I also liked Metallica. Like that's how you'll say like you know like Nicholas. You know, Cage. on this show that means something different, right? Yeah, I know, I know, but we don't say that anymore, Doug. We're changing it. Well, but by the very taking it back, we're taking it all. By the the very definition and presentation of the top five was listed as bands or movies, directors we love, movies that suck that they did. So it has to be like, well, we liked them and they did something that's shitty. So that's it's a very good. uh, It's Metallica. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff like (laughs) that. A lot of stuff is Metallica. It's like Thundercats. I feel like this is almost like. Some of the well, no, no, yeah, it's like it's 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 moving on, and, and also you know me being a snob, Doug being a being Ultra a movie snob, snob. We're just it's gonna crush our list. We get to crush people. No, I don't no, know. I think no, he's no, gonna no. be right there. But I think yeah, I made a good we're list. All gonna I, when I put my list in, I was like, that's good because those are movies that really just pissed me off. <laughs> I all I knew is the happening was definitely gonna be number one. I, well, the, and like it's, the, <laughs> I don't even care enough about the reason him. I don't put that on there is because he had made like three movies before that were terrible. Before that, so <laughs> it's just like you know, it was like already there was the village and the the one about the lady in the in the pool. And yeah. the lady, lady in the water. Lady in the water or lady in the pool. All they had to do, all they had to do, all they had to do was listen to that old lady because her grandmother told her everything. Yeah. And every fifteen minutes, she would pop out with this exposition. And they'd be like, ah, shut up, lady. And then like 15 minutes later, it's like, well, that lady just said what was going to happen. Please listen to her. This movie could be half an hour long. But then it wouldn't suck as bad. All right, and, and then, I was like, Then you wouldn't be great. able to suffer through it. Yeah, that, but that's why Spielberg was on the George Lucas has made like so many bad movies. Oliver Stone, for like every good movie he makes, he makes like three bad ones yeah. right off the bat. So I couldn't just throw his one of his bad. It, it's, it's around. Like you go, oh, oh Oliver Stone, but then you look at it and like, Dude, Oof, I forgot right, I did yeah. that shitty fucking movie. Yeah, uh, the the Farrelly brothers with their comedies or I Shallow Hell was the first one where I was like, uh, what's that? Outside Providence. 
No way, that movie's awesome with uh, Steve Baldwin. Was that Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. I didn't think what did was, I say? I didn't think you said Steve Oof. Baldwin. I meant Biodome. That's the um, first time that's ever happened in the history of Biodome? talking oh, Biodome. Baldwins. Yeah. No one's ever, Great ever mistaken Stephen Baldwin for Alec. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't well, Stephen? That's what I'm just saying. That's they, the were first both time. In, they were both in movies where they each smoked... No, Smoked pot? Did he smoke pot in? I was the problem. Was yes, he was like the the local yeah, yeah. the local dad. Did he smoke pot in <laughs> Departed? I don't remember. Nobody smoked pot in Departed. He should have. <laughs> no, yeah, some of those guys could have used. There a was some bit of cocaine usage. Yes, Mark and Mark. They gone down time. getting edible. Make it you know keep topical. <laughs> Marky Mark's character totally needed to smoke some weed. Yeah, but then he wouldn't have been good. That's like the only thing he's ever done good acting. Yeah, probably it's happening. It's two hours of Marky Mark talking to a tree. Why don't you want to talk to me? Hey, hey Zoe, come here. I'm my wall bush. Why are you killing me, tree? What? It's, you a transformer? They're taking all the fucking oxygen over here, transformers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an inventor. Shut up, Marky yeah. Mark. No, it's you're found not. a transformer. Former. Look, finally a movie. You're not a cop and shut up. I found a transformer. Actual line from the movie. <laughs> that's still that's still that and like, sweetie, hand daddy is the alien gun. I was like, oh, it's why alien. is he even talking? It's supposed to be funny, but it's dumb. <laughs> oh, I get miss. It. Doug, your list. Super right. fail. List. Um, <laughs> I will say, uh, in my honorable mentions, uh, Kim Smith's Jersey Girl. It was the first time we stepped up. Oh, well, it's, a, it's a, a mention, so I can't go off on it. But uh, Jersey Girl. And then this one would have made my actual list. But I refuse to acknowledge it as actually existing as a movie is the Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. See? I don't even acknowledge I've never seen it. Uh, I once had a oh, actual you, physical... You seen it? Nope. I think you told me that. I just forgot. Like, I, I almost watched it by movie. accident. Someone, like, paused when they were, like, scrolling through the movies. I was, like, on Christmas. I was with family. And they, like, stopped, like, for a moment. And I went... <laughs> like, I literally had a physical reaction you know, to it. the end of the movie thought. reminds me of is... You guys seen the movie Bolt? I know it's a kid's movie. John Travolta's voice yes. of the dog. But the, yes. but the pigeons, I haven't seen the it. pigeons at the end. He's all wait for it. Aliens. <laughs> that is literally what actually Rob said That's after he it, saw Crystal. But Skull. everyone was like, I couldn't believe it was aliens at the end. <laughs> really? Did you e. see close the skull encounters that he's carrying around that looks like every fucking photo of an alien you've ever fucking seen? <laughs> You were surprised it was aliens when they were telling you it was aliens the beginning of the fucking movie. Okay. Also, <laughs> it's not like Steven Spielberg is like not known to put aliens in Whoa, things. E.T. Close Encounters. You've like, never been. <laughs> so no. It was I, aliens. It just fucks the whole goddamn story up. Aliens and Jesus, but we're good. And we're walking. Oh, wait, because it's pretty much my whole, like, I've never seen it. Well, because after part three, he just found the cup that gives everlasting life. Holy crap. If Jesus. He chose wisely. The the fucking guy and Sean Connery shouldn't be dead, and they say he's dead. And you're like, how's he fucking dead? He drank from the fucking Holy Grail. He's literally bitching about the How is he dead? How is he dead when he drank? Oh, I get it. Because now in the universe, there's aliens. Fuck that movie. <laughs> oh, wow. He actually used three as a justification of how much four sucked. That's impressive. I'm intelligent. Nice. <laughs> Number five. Speaking of aliens, 
Number five, Avatar by James Cameron. I will tell you why I don't like this movie. I didn't see it in IMAX or 3D. I saw it on my TV, so I was focused oh. so much. Well, there you go. Yeah, like on the story <laughs> and the... It's not subtle what it's an analogy for. <coughs> also, why would you have some place to get something where unobtainable is in the name? It's unobtainable. Call it raritanium. At least it's rare. Unobtainium implies you cannot actually get it. Once again, not subtle. Um, so yeah, I, I luckily, was focused on the luckily, Fern Gully ripoff. Of luckily, it. there's three more. Two more. Three. Are they doing part They're three and two parts? There's three. Fuck hell. There's three. Um, number four. Is a sequel? Dude, the second it ended, you didn't know that there was going to be a sequel. Let me just go ahead and add on to that. That I saw that movie in the theater and I was like, that was cool. And I saw it on the little screen about four months later, like, this movie sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a fan of that movie yeah, at Rob, all. Rob saw it in IMAX and 3D and was like, you have to go see this one. It's I'll see it eventually. weird how that happened because I do not like the movie outside of just seeing it the way that I saw it initially. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is really cool. Whoa, whoa, wicked. Fuck it. On the little screen, it's like cartoons. Yeah. It doesn't, the animation doesn't hit. It's not the same. The it plot is horrible. Terror. The plot was. You stop anyway, being enamored yeah, totally. by all the pretty lights on the screen. You start actually paying attention <laughs> to the because light. Because they're lame. They're like dull and they don't look right. You know, the. Good call. I'll go with you on that. Uh, number four. You'll like this. Alice in Wonderland by Tim Burton. Uh, why? Just why? That's all I gotta say on that. I wasted good mushrooms on that. I didn't waste anything. I think I parroted it. Um, nice. This I one might. So. This one might set the cat among the pigeons. Um, wow, they're fucking doing number four. <laughs> wow. Okay. Cool. Wow. Um, number three, Gangs of New York by Martin Scorsese. Oh, sorry. They could have been on there. It was long. It was boring. I fucking hate it. I don't give a shit that Daniel Day Lewis <laughs> pretended he was from the eighteen hundreds. For six months, that's called being a hipster. <laughs> Fuck you. I like that movie. Yeah, I did not like that movie I, at it, all. It no. did not grab me. This could, every Huge time I've big set pieces, I could understand it. was almost it, an old American Bollywood movie. Like, it was there like, it was always just about to break out into like a fucking song Dance. from Newsies. Like, it was almost about to do it. Thank you. I've, I've tried to watch it again, and I've, I've only seen it... The whole way, probably twice. You're waiting for and, young Christian Bale to pop up and be like, I've never, three, put that, I've never put that into words before, no. but if that would have happened, I would not have been surprised. No. It just has that feel to it. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, okay. Everybody's going to do this. Like, they're going to, yeah. It's they're gonna just going to see. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, number two. Scorsese's done a bad movie. Um, sorry, it doesn't hold up. I don't care what any of you guys say. Hook by Steven Spielberg. Oh. What does it not hold up to? It's what? so toyetic and ridiculous. It's a, it's a Peter Pan story. It's a story about Peter Pan. I mean, toyetic the name is Hook, but I mean, it's clearly a story about Peter Pan. I know. It's just, it's stupid. It's a stupid premise. I don't like it. You don't like that he took Peter Pan and made him grow up, or? Yeah, and then he like goes back to Neverland, and there's like an imaginary... Like and all the all the kids he have has like PTSD and he goes, from having many traumatic battles with Hook. Huge battles. He finally forgets no, about it's that it. No, it's that he's not when he's not in Neverland. He forgets. Not that's to not PTSD. The psychological aspect of 
not falling out of love with your old ass girl who's now like 90 and you're gonna fuck her granddaughter. Which, by the way, uh, first screen appearance. Awesome! But totally a little bit hard to deal with when you're being <laughs> like But then he like joins the Lost Boys, which are basically like the dumbest X Men you've ever seen. They're little kids. Children. I know, but they all have like dumb powers. That one's a twin. That one can turn into a ball, and he's got cheese that looks like him. And the other one. Yeah, it's Neverland. Whatever they want. And Rufio looks like he blood sneezed at the back of his I, head. You're not going to win this. I, Go I ahead and just. Oh, I, I, that's fine. <laughs> done it, done. <laughs> I don't like the Eagles because they make good songs and sound good. Move on. And number one. Um, that was his number two? Yeah. Like, oh, number one. Like I felt like Tusk is definitely worse than that. Attack of the Clones by George Lucas. It would have been Phantom Menace, but we all went into Attack of the Clones going, it's not going to be as bad as Phantom Menace. It wasn't. It was. I it was C-SPAN with monster masks. I think it was better than Phantom Menace. But it was a terrible movie. Don't, don't. It's a terrible movie. Yeah. It's Weekend at George Lucas is better someone, than Weekend at George Bernie's, Lucas but if he's someone, then it's a good fucking movie. To keep him like on a leash. Like, you had Lawrence, Lawrence Kasdan on Empire and, and, and Jedi. You need someone Those to, like, count. help him. No, that's what I'm saying, but, like, that's why with the original, with the, with the prequels, they were like, do whatever the fuck you want. It's like, no, 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 Someone needs to be overseeing him to they make sure... They did whatever the fuck they wanted the whole time. Same guy wrote the whole thing. Uh, no, but that's what I'm saying. Oh my like, God. Lawrence Kasdan, uh, no, Lawrence Kasdan wrote uh, Empire and Jedi. Mm-hmm. Along with? George Lucas. Yep. But I'm saying, kind of George Lucas, what but George do. Lucas was on his own for the prequels, and I think but that But all I mean is it's his. It's his. It's his. Yes, and should be blamed. And it's all him. Well, Doug's blaming him, clearly. Mm-hmm. I'm I Randall from like Tusk. Cartoon. I want my I just think the second back. one's better than the first one. Tusk they killed Darth Maul. Easy. They killed Darth Maul. Like, right off the bat, the only redeeming character of the whole fucking movie, they kill him. Yeah. Obi-Wan sucked. They could have made... They could have made Liam Neeson could have lived, they too. Could, they could have made Liam Neeson's character much better than they did. That and the inconsistencies of like, what the hey, fuck? you're going to be a Jedi and we're taking you away from your mom. And he's like, yay! And I'm like, no. You're most supposed kids, to be conflicted yeah, by like, that. At least. He was conflicted. He cried. After going like, yay, I'm going to pack. Well, he does what kids do. Well, Ask I, a kid. Tell him right now. Oh, go, 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 Blake. Hey, Blake. I'm taking you. We're moving to Disney. I'm never. No, that would. And he would oh, be wait, like, "Yeah, yeah." But and he would about, be very excited he'd be because stoked. he'd think his mom was going. And then about five minutes later, he'd be like, "How come you're the only one fucking taking me to Disney World?" <laughs> See, it's. I think that part of it is you're you're like the the emotional aspect with. Like, I don't think he ever. I don't think he ever was really conflicted. It was like he it was. Bi- it was bipolar. The whole set, the second movie is only about confliction. Yes, and talking as if you were a South Park sketch. And then he goes and kills the Sam people because he kidnapped Raiders. his mom. Because he's having bad dreams about his mom. He's really freaked out about leaving his mom behind. I, I, I think there was plenty of that. I think Tag he loved his mom. It was horrible, but it was better than the first one. They progressively got better. In my opinion, oh totally. I only I only have like a, a handful of bitches about a uh, um, Revenge of the Sith. I do not like when he goes. Nah! That was fucking. At the end, I think I had something in my hands and I threw it up in the air. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> At the end, you're like, really? <laughs> you had me. You had me like almost ninety eight percent, dude. Now I'm like back to eighty eight. Yeah. Like the no totally killed it. Like, over the over he the goes, head. Hey yeah. guys, guess no. what? I'm gonna bring James Earl Jones in. 
to do like the voice for the last half hour of the movie? No. No. Nope. no Literally no. Say, just to say Padme, no. And no. It's impossible. No. No. And the other one was the Emperor going, no, no, no. I can just a really bad overacting. Actually, my bitch about that was you can have... Overacting with Samuel You can have waterfalls and you can have lava, but lava falls, that's just over peril. Yeah. That's, oh, that's too we've much We've talked danger. about that and I, yeah. I just, we disagree on that completely. Um, there's, I mean... I think he has to make up for the years of having no peril at all. Like, you know, you look at all the old Jedi fights, it's all like... I'm gonna swing my magical wand in circles, and then we're gonna occasionally touch them like we're afraid. Yeah, the, the nothing, nothing gay no about that. When, when you compare your swords around and go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Compare the first movies and the second and the second set of movies. The 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 Jedi battles are way better in the second set of movies. Period. Well, because close. the technology and technology, the, they make the them badasses. In the, the first one, they make them like fucking fencing guys. Like you know, who are blocked by walls? Like it was the like, I was like, this they, is a video game. Like, they don't use the when force. When I saw the races, I'm like, wait, is that a video game? They don't use the force when they do. It's like, oh my god, like when the when the, the second one, the, the force and the Jedi's, like they use it more often. It's not such a big surprise when someone goes. Whoa. It's like we're picking hey, up and moving. That out. wall turns on. I'm gonna hit that uh, light switch. You're not gonna do that. They just become more Coupling, badass. Gone, done. I don't know if it's because it couldn't be done in those previous movies, but they're just more badass well, in the second. Well, yeah, movie. the the technology caught up, the fight choreography caught up. That's I why mean, when you say the perils too much, what did he fucking do? It's a fucking because they had to, it's uh, how okay. Darth Vader gets made, dude. It's it's like it's no, not by lava. Okay, it's well, the clearly beginning of you asshole. It's the fight that sends him there. No, I know. Oh, I know. So quit being a dick when no, I'm no, saying I know to him. <laughs> It's it's that it has to be, it has to be over craziness and it was I think it was I was I liked it I, I liked how that shit went down I appreciated it I don't think there's anything all that bad about three at all it's by far the it's best the movie best one out three. of the three not even close yeah it's it, it still would be number four because uh, from I, the other I three, like so. how originally a lot of people were like oh no because Darth. Darth Vader, he's like an old robot, and Obi Wan Kenobi's like an old guy, so that's why they're all fighting. So I'm like, but at the end of fucking Return of the Jedi, he's fighting Luke, who's totally young enough to swing that sword like a little badass. I mean, he should have whooped his ass. And, and that that battle was even like like way epic for the time. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it did more than they'd ever done. In a, Force it, lightning. Yeah, and, and just like the the back and forth and levels and throwing the lightsaber, like he throws the lightsaber. Plus, like the psychological warfare, because he's like, "Oh, sister!" Like you're like, "Oh sister. shit!" Oh, yep. Like, you have a sister. Yeah, he's. And he's like, "How did I not know that? I only like plugged away a panda bear to get you two. So without without, she was name, totally right? like this big when she like. I mean, she was about to have the fucking. Kids. Oh, she was twin yeah. size. Yeah, fucking mm-hmm. like they didn't have the technology to say like. By the way, you have twins. No. Well, they didn't want to know. That droid, their, their that droid can speak three billion fucking languages, but hey, a sonogram? A what? <laughs> the pregnancy was a secret. But how come he doesn't know? But there were doctors. It's he's the father. Remember, they weren't, they weren't, they weren't. Maybe, I'm not saying they're going to go all more at Maybe with the, force, maybe with like, the way the force is, it's like you don't feel them. Then how come Obi-Wan didn't know walking out of there? Until they were born. Obi-Wan didn't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, maybe once they're born. How come none of them felt the Emperor? They did. They all felt the disturbance in this because he was just super powerful. Dark they should have been able to pinpoint clouds him. Clouds things, Doug. 
Nah, it's like the way Goku can hide his power like readings. Exactly. Oh, That's how I explained it. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm gonna explain this fucking Star Wars shit with when Dragon Ball Z. When you deflect the evil to other areas, you slide in very casually. He was very casual. I like that you, like he like sidles in like a pimp, uh, and he's like, in the first, oh, hello. In the Phantom Menace, he's in there a couple times. Don't mind me. In the Phantom Menace, he's in there a couple times. Says a couple things. And obviously, then the second one goes, you're like, well, this, they've already kind of, at the end of the first movie, the, the Phantom Menace, you when he's walking there at the end of it, I was like, he's the fucking emperor. <laughs> I yeah, knew they, it in the theater. I was like, he's the fucking emperor. Well, his name's Palpatine. What? That's a dead giveaway. That didn't mean shit to me. I never oh. read a goddamn fucking Star Wars book in my life. And I don't remember ever, him ever being They call him Emperor Palpatine in the movies, right? No, they don't. Not ever. Not the original? just call him the Emperor. Never. He's just the Emperor. Oh, wow. The Emperor. That's what I'm saying. He's just the Emperor. You need to get on Wikipedia. But he looked like the guy. He looked like whoever played it back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Is he the same dude? I don't think so. Because, whoa. He looks like He did a really good. <laughs> he, yeah. he did it very well. There's some overacting there, but he... Well, Damn, damn good. I was like, these that can be said about pretty much the prequels. Is there's a lot of overacting. And well, by the way, I brought this up. And a little bit of underacting. <laughs> yeah, there was. <laughs> George Lucas likes Christian, to throw Christian Christian that are unqualified um, in his movies. <laughs> I, I will say, I was talking to someone about this, and they were like, oh, "I never realized it that you know the Phantom Menace. You're going, fuck, I hate Jar Jar. Oh, and then totally. in Attack of the Clones, you're like, God I damn it, will he just shut up already? Uh-huh. And then the third one. When you're like, I couldn't hate you anymore. He's like, I he's, voted the pal- the emperor in. You're he's like, the swing vote to create you. the empire. You're like, I but, but you are the only you are the only toy I'm going to love. Like putting fireworks even, on and lighting on fire. To to add to your point, he doesn't say anything. He says a lot in the first movie. I don't think he says anything in the second. Yeah, the movie. only thing he says he doesn't say anything in the third movie either. Go down. Basically says, yeah, booyah. Uh, so bottom line is what I'm saying is sometimes those guys have dead babies in the basement, dude. I don't know. You never know. Dude. So just watch out. So the penguin says, <laughs> put it on my... Yeah. You know, actually, that of a character where whenever you meet him, he's in the, the end of like those jokes where it's like, and then I said, what are you, a camel? And like everyone laughs. But like you're like, what the fuck was the setup to that? I actually thought of a character where every time he ran across him, he was always at the end of like the ridiculous punchline. I always thought it was a great idea. It's like, you're always like... Fuck sounds was that like a joke? running Seth MacFarlane joke. It does sound like a Seth MacFarlane joke. Well, let's not drag that out too long. <laughs> We're going to sign off, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much here at Shooting oh, the Gap. But, but, but Doug. Gonzo signing out. Thanks, Ryan. Always talking. Doug, always a pleasure. Cheers. Fart. Oh, yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!